Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This is Computer Talk with Tab, hosted by Eric Semmel of Tab Computer Systems. Interact with Eric and his guest by phone at 522-WTIC. Email them in the studio at gethelpattabinc.com or get help anytime at computertalkwithtab.com. Now, here's Eric. And good morning. This is Computer Talk with Tab. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And we're going to be here till 11 o'clock on this rainy morning. And so the beauty of this day is that it's going to rain up until the end of our program. And so you can hang out and cuddle up with your computer and get some questions answered while it's raining out there. And then when you're all done, you can go outside. Uh, so feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. And, of course, we're, we're broadcasting live over here at WTIC's Facebook page. And uh, unfortunately, you won't be able to get it in Canada, but that's a whole other story uh, <laughs> that Dennis will bring up. Uh, oh, yeah. We're here. Uh, to, to, you know, if you want to post on the chat there, if any questions, feel free. We'll try to answer those as well. And uh, of course, get online. 800-860-522-9842 is the number. And we will do our best to help you out. So Dennis, as usual and customary, we have uh, technology news you might be able to use. What did oh. you get? Well, what I got is Google... Yeah. Has issued a directive to their own employees okay. to stay away from their own barred chat bot. So they're telling their own people to not use the tool they're all trying to push on the rest of us. Right. And it, it has nothing to do with the chat bot's efficiency or effectiveness or anything like that, even right. though we right. know that it makes mistakes. Of course. Yeah. Uh, it's Lots going of to. All of them do. Yeah. But the reason that they're worried about it is because it can be used to leak corporate information yeah and that is the danger that they want to avoid the algorithm built they've built of their own frankenstein monster yep that can be turned against them now they have to keep their employees out of it and that's that's (laughs) basically true for everybody guys you start putting in you know you start working on some sort of recipe for the best fried chicken right just think of colonel sanders out there and then you're trying to figure out that recipe, and then all of a sudden the chatbot's got your ingredients. Right. Right? You know, what happens if I add a little of this or take a little of that? Uh, that's just one stupid example, but there's tons of the idea is if you're sitting there in your corporate environment coming up with a new kind of glue, and you ask the chat GPT if this is a good idea, here's the, it's like, hey, yeah, I got the new formula for glue. Nice. <laughs> Thanks, guys. So uh, good advice. Careful what you're doing there for work. Right. In other news... So uh, SSD, yep, it's a solid state drive, mm-hmm. and uh, we love them. We do. Um, our servers are only based on solid state, and our workstations as well. Um, solid state drives are going missing from an SAP data center. <gasps> SAP is a pretty popular, very big company. Yeah, B- database uh, 
company and cloud service too. It turned up on eBay. eBay. Yes. So you know these these companies use big data centers, and this happened to be in the Waldorf data center, and uh, somehow. The folks who worked there at the Waldorf Data Center for SAP, they may not even be SAP employees, who, who knows, True. Wa- walked up to a server, pulled out four drives, <laughs> oh, no. and moved them oh. over to another room, Okay, and then eventually they ended up on eBay. And of course, data on the drives included SAP employee data. Whoa! Yes. The, the thing that so, is- so- not only did they did these drives somehow get out of the servers and then out the door, out literally out the but, door, they had data. But on them. they had data on them, and and yeah, the data wasn't encrypted. Well, it was not. That is true. <laughs> All sorts mistakes, of mistakes, mistakes, mistakes. Yes, but the many big, mistakes. The craziest thing is, <laughs> and this is why you know Dennis and I are the way we are. We know how the sausage is made, right? Mm-hmm. This doesn't really surprise us. No. It doesn't surprise me. No. Um, and if you think about it, you're, you're asking yourself, so how did this, these big data centers, right? There, I thought I thought they were secure data centers, right? They have like alligators and moats and machine guns and all these things <laughs> keeping all the peoples away from the the data center to steal your data. But you know what these ding dongs don't do? They don't check you out in your pockets <laughs> as you leave, right? So you you could have your pockets is full of day of drives, <laughs> and they're like, all right, take it all. I just, I just think of Ralph and uh, what is it, the, you know, the Bugs Bunny with the sheep and all that kind of stuff, and Ralph's walking, you know, the the, the coyotes walking out the door with a sheep in his pocket. Um, <laughs> this right. this is what's going on here, and this is a, a super high powerful SAP company, right? Right. They've got money to to secure their facilities. They do. It's the fifth incident. Fifth. Fifth. The fifth incident of disks going missing from SAP's European data centers in two years. Fifth. Yes. So it's like, oh, chap, we lost another drive. <laughs> What's going on? Four of them, actually. Yeah, four other times. Unencrypted drives. Unencrypted drives. So the fifth time. So... Just to add a little little period on this on this whole thing. In 2019, Finnish data removal specialist Blanco found that a sample of 159 random used drives on eBay in the U.S. and Europe, 42% or 67 <laughs> devices, enabled anyone with basic IT literacy to access the data stored on the on the drive's previous owners. A whopping 15% contained PII, which is stuff that you know you don't want to yeah, have out personal there. Personal info. Yeah. And that could be used by crim- uh, cyber criminals. So, yes, your cloud, otherwise known as a data center, th- these ding dongs don't even check your pockets. They, they literally are putting them in the dr- in their pockets and walking out, man. Or it's or it's in their lunch boxes. I don't know. You just can't make it up. We'll put a link up here for you so you can feel even more safe when you're putting your stuff in somebody else's servers. What else you got there, Dennis? Oh, speaking of servers yeah. and other kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a story that originally came from Wired. Yep. Uh, The U.S. Navy, NATO, and NASA, among other entities. Yes, very security-conscious folks, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, They are using encryption chips. Yeah. Good, good, good. good. uh, Encryption chips is good. Right? Right. It is. All right. But but they are from a specious Chinese company. Oh, figures. There we go. Now, the Chinese company itself does not have a poor reputation, okay. but it is a subsidiary of a larger firm. Yeah, probably Huawei. 
Uh, I had to no, guess. it's a different firm. All right, but they that firm does have strong linkages to the Chinese Communist Party. Perfect. So we're okay. using encryption chips that come from the Chinese Communist Party at NASA, in the Navy, yeah, and in NATO. Right. And what could go wrong? And we had the Department of Commerce has this subsidiary company and the owning company both mm-hmm. on what they call their export list. Yeah. Which means American companies are not supposed to export to them. If they're on the list. If they're on that list, right. So, so we can't now, export. The problem is that there is no formal list, at yeah. least encompassing this type of thing. In the reverse, you mean. That tells companies you do not do business with that company at all. Gotcha. Um, so we can't sell so to them, what but the we can Commerce buy from Department them. does is they yeah. put companies like this on the export list, yeah. and they expect that American companies are going to look at that and say, hmm, yeah, I'm not going to do business with them right. at right. all. You Either think- way, whether I sell to them or buy from them, right. they're supposed to get the implication. Yeah, well, nowadays they you, don't. you can't just be subtle anymore. <laughs> You're going to say don't, yeah, and even and, when they um, say don't, they still do. And and. Yeah, and it's kind of a mess, and now mm. they got to figure out where all these chips are, and yeah, yeah. figure out what to do with them. The um, Navy, NASA, and, and NATO. NATO. I don't know. They probably just put them on their like uh, their vending machines for like soda in there. In their <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope. Yeah. They wouldn't put in anything important, Dennis. <laughs> no, come on. Another news. So we talked about this story a couple weeks ago. I actually heard uh, Morgan bring it up on Friday's news when I was driving home. Um, lawyers who cited fake cases of halluc- that were hallucinated by ChatGPT must pay, which is good. Yeah. Uh, a judge on, on Thursday issued an opinion and an order of sanctions that found Peter Leduca and Stephen Schwartz and the law firm of uh, Lindau, Lindau, and Oberman had abandoned their responsibilities when they submitted a non-existent non they submitted non-existent judicial opinions with fake quotes and citations created by artificial intelligence ChatGPT instead of actually trying to find the actual case law to defend their argument they had some intern over there at the law firm <laughs> you know hey can you get us some case law and the guys like well, I did this all through college. I may as well cheat here too. And he went ahead and said, "Hey, ChatGPT, give me some law, give me some case law." And it made it up. It even Ooh. cited judges and stuff like that who actually don't exist. Had rulings. Uh, the judges exist, but their rulings but the didn't rulings exist don't. because the cases never existed. Right. Um, so you know, people are talking about how ChatGPT is going to replace people. It's really going to replace a lot of white collar people. And yeah. this is the reason why, guys. I mean, uh. if, if you can't even do your job now. Um, Wait until it really does work. Uh, so we'll put this link up here for you, and you can see what this is all about. I mean, Chat Microsoft is heavily involved in ChatGPT. Um, they've invested yeah. in the um, well, in the company it's, OpenAI. It's, it's incorporated into Bing, which they all said they shouldn't be doing. So, granted, the, the folks at OpenAI said it's just not ready for prime time. <laughs> it's there. If you yeah. want to use it, you can go to Bing and use it. Yeah. So we'll put that link up there for you as well. So we got one line open. So Howard, Brian, and Wally, hang on. We're going to get to your calls after the break. And one line open for you, 860-522-9842 is the number. This is WTIC's Computer Talk with Tab. We'll be back.
are back. And you guys are here. We do appreciate it. So let's get right to your calls. And we're going to go to uh, Howard in Wallingford first. He's been on the longest. What's going on, Howard? Yeah, good morning, guys. Morning. Uh, last week you were talking about System Restore. And um, I have a new computer, fairly new. It's two years old, Windows 10 i7 with a 500-gig solid state. Mm-hmm. So I happened to go into my uh, System Restore, and I noticed there was only one restore point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is that good? Well, well it, uh, if you only need one, it is. Uh, but. <laughs> well, first of all, first. Well, I guess I'm going back when I had, um, you know, back when I had XP and Windows 7. Yeah. And I would have like sometimes 15 of them. But I'm looking mm. at the uh, system properties right now. And, uh, you know, system uh, is turned on, system protection. Mm. And uh, looking at my slider, I have it set for well, kind of high, 15%, 68 gig. Yeah. Uh, but I have a um, a triangle, yellow triangle with an exclamation point that I oh, and it says using using system prop protection on a drive that contains system image backups will cause other shadow copies to be deleted faster than normal. Okay, so you're doing you you're actually using the primary drive for your system restore is what you're saying, I think. Well, yeah, yeah and that's one, that's a normal drive. Yeah, just the that, uh, just. Drive. Yeah. yeah, and that's a normal that's a normal situation. Mm-hmm. Um, oh. I'm they- not I'm not sure why it would be talking about how quickly the the shadow copies are are being purged. That I haven't I have not seen that kind of a message. It's a weird opinion by the software. Yeah. Can you increase the percentage, yeah. Howard? Can I increase it? Yes. If you well, want to yeah, have, I, I can increase it, but I mean, I, at the uh, you know the drive is only five hundred gig, and uh, but I'm, I just noticed something uh, while I was waiting for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, it says under that, you, know, you can adjust the maximum disk space used for protection, blah blah blah. Yep. And then it says current usage fifty point three gig. Fifty gigs. That's not much. Yeah, that's that's ten uh, percent. Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. And yet I have the the maximum usage set for uh, for sixty uh, sixty nine gig. Well, yes, but you only so it, what it's saying is it needs fifty gigs to produce a restore point clearly, right? right. And you can't oh, okay, go okay, yeah. if you want to give it a second restore point, you're going to have to give it the equivalent. You're going to have to go up to like twenty percent instead right. of ten. Yeah, double so, it. Okay, so okay, so that's why I only have one restore point. Yeah, right. that that's pretty large. Uh, on a Windows 10 system, a 50 gig one. Yeah, I was gonna oh, say, sure. Uh, um, uh, a, rest- a single restore point on Windows 10 should be 10 to 15 gigs. Interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. I don't know why it would be that large. Um, I'm almost wondering if what you should do is remove that restore point, mm-hmm. um, actually turn off system recovery temporarily. Yep. Reboot the computer. Yep. With oh, okay. the with that feature turned off, mm-hmm. so that it boots up without it running. Yep. Then without without the without without system on? recovery running. Yes. Right. right. Now, okay. once it's booted up and it's running normally, maybe even do some Windows updates. Well, normally for Microsoft. Well, yeah. Okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> yeah. maybe even do some Windows updates, even if all it does is get your latest Windows Defender def- definitions. Then reboot the computer, but turn on system recovery again. Mm-hmm. And what it will do is rebuild 
that restore point because I think there I think there might be a problem with it if it's that large. Yeah, I would think so too. Uh, right, it may right contain a lot of dead space. Say. Yeah, it Go may ahead. it may contain some dead space because what the system report restore points do is they hold what are called deltas for your files. Mm-hmm. All right, and if there are a lot of files that have changed for whatever reason, a very large number of them, mm-hmm. those are going to stack up and it's going to telescope out the size of the system recovery point without really having any infor- useful information in there. Mm-hmm. And I think that might be what happened. It's just a guess because I haven't run okay. into this before specifically. All right. So I should, I should click on where it says delete delete all restore points for this drive? Yes, I would do that. Yeah. Like I said, right. turn off the and feature, reboot, turn, off. turn it back on, start it back up. With the feature on, mm-hmm. go in there and explicitly tell it to create a restore point right on demand. Just so that you have one right out the door. And, and, yeah. te- and okay. technically, Unfortunately, everything is working fine. I hope I don't get a power failure or a lightning strike here in the meantime. Uh, right. Yeah, that's the only. The, you're vulnerable for the what? Ten minutes? <laughs> you would be doing this. <laughs> so yeah, Murphy won't strike. Okay, <laughs> I hope not. Geez, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. You're welcome, Howard. All okay, right. take care. You, you too. Bye bye. So he's got something to try. I mean, the thing about restore points is, I mean, you can have fifty of them, but yeah, it's. It's unpractical, right? You're not going to go back to the 38th restore point and say, ah, Eureka, I found well, my restore That's point. true, and it has to do with the fact that you're going to be restoring the computer to a very old state in right. some cases, and it won't have programs that you've been using. It won't have changes that you've made to the operating system, and you, right. and then you got to go and recreate all that. So, yeah, you're, you're just shooting yourself in the foot if you're going that far back. All right. I'm not sure we have enough time to bring on another call. We're going to hold Brian and Wally. Hang on. Uh, we have two lines open for you guys, 860-522-9842. Everything we've talked about is posted over at computertalkwithtab.com. I do want to bring up a story that I find kind of interesting before we go to the, the bottom of the news here. Google is formally accusing monopolist Microsoft <laughs> of trapping people in its cloud. This is a register story. Of, and of course. course the, could only be from the register. Yeah, below there it says, fight, fight, fight. Um, <laughs> so but this is it, right? So, I mean, we talk about the cloud. We talk about all these issues in the cloud. Google's saying, look, Microsoft's practices are not allowing for fair competition. Wait, Google yes. is accusing Microsoft that is of also funny. practices. That is also funny. No <laughs> argument. Somebody had to make the argument. It is a new, it is ironic that it is Google. Let's all, let's just say it. They're right. Yeah. But are they the people that would be saying that? No. <laughs> no. You would have so. thought it would have come from Clouds R Us or something like that, but we don't, that's not where it's coming from. So we'll put a link up to this story. But if you ever thought you were stuck in the Microsoft Cloud once you went there, you didn't, you were not alone. No. Lots of people feel that way, and it's all based on their pricing structure. And we'll put this link up here for you to read it, but uh, they call it uh, anti competitive. And if you might recall, Microsoft lost a lawsuit about 20 years ago having to do the exact same thing, having to do with browsers. Yeah, yeah. Internet Explorer. Curious about yeah. that. We'll be right back. Yes, it is. We are back. This is Computer Talk with Tab. 
Two lines open for you, 860-522-9842. I'm Eric. And I'm Dennis. And that's Dennis Halon. He's one of the employee owners at Tab. He comes in and helps me out with your computer problems, comments, questions, and concerns. So get online. And actually, we're hiring. <laughs> we wanna, are. If you want to join us. Uh, Tab's growing further. Uh, so go to our careers page. And you can become an employee owner, too. Um, a little bit a little bit more before we go to our calls on that Google thing here real quick. Uh it's basically been listed by Microsoft. They feel it's a security risk, a national security risk, uh, to have everybody stuck in the Microsoft cloud. I wouldn't disagree with that either. No. Um, and basically, it has to do with the fact that if you're if you want to run an, uh, your server software, Microsoft Server 2022, let's say, and you want to use somebody else's cloud, well, Microsoft will charge you more to do that versus if you're in the Azure cloud. Ouch. Yeah. So uh, we'll put a link up here for you guys to read this, and you can see what's going on. But it's it, it's typical Microsoft approach to marketing. Um, make it so it's painful to go anywhere else. Let's go to your calls. We're going to go to Brian first out there in Suffield. Hey, Brian, what's up? Good morning, and how are you guys doing post-Father's Day weekend? <laughs> We're here. And <laughs> I would love to apply for your position, but I know nothing about computers. Hence ah. the reason why I... Yeah. All right, that's that's okay. We understand. We understand. Thank you. Okay, man's got to know his limitations, right? That's, that's true. This is more of a what do you guys think thing than an actual technical right. um, question. My my youngest daughter has got a job and she travels quite a bit for her position, and she wants a laptop or something very basic: internet, Word documents, Excel, PowerPoint. Something mm-hmm. along that line. Yep. And she's kind of narrowed it down to three items. And this is why I'm calling for the what do you think? Yeah. She's looking about um, something that's easy to travel with, long battery life, what mm-hmm. size, blah, blah, blah. Um, a MacBook Air. Yeah. Uh, she's also looking at a Microsoft Surface Laptop Go. Mm-hmm. And though it's rather expensive, but can find refurbished ones, another question. On HP Elite Book. All right. Well, I can tell you right right away. My preference is an right. Elite Book because that's what yeah. I'm using. Yeah. Same here. Ditto. Yeah. yeah. Um, what do you think of the? You know, she says it's a lab, a little bit high in price range, but there are some that she can find that are refurbished. What do you think about refurbished ones? I would stay away from refurbs, especially they, for laptops. Yeah. Very short warranties. And and the price, they, she should be able to find one that's a, a fair price. It might depend on what she's looking at for processor speed and RAM and all that fun stuff. And hard. Well, drive. that was my next question: is what you know for those basic Internet Word documents, PowerPoint, Excel, things like that. Yeah. What would be the minimum she would want is she, versus? Is she giving? Is she giving presentations with the PowerPoint? Um, well, she's in marketing, and sometimes yeah, she, she goes is. to trade shows, but I don't know if she actually does. PowerPoint presentations or anything of that nature. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if she is, she wants the power. You want an i7. Yeah. Um, an i7. Yeah. So if she's not, okay. i5 will do fine, but i7, 16 gigs of RAM minimum, and a half a terabyte solid state drive would be our standard recommendation. A terabyte. Okay. Half a terabyte. Half, half terabyte. half terabyte. Half terabyte. Yeah. Okay. And what uh, that must be how much memory it has or something with a terabyte like storage. I said, this is why because I know nothing about computers. Yes, it's all storage. So, oh, oh, it's all storage. So yeah. 
she you you would recommend if she can afford it the HP Elite Book. Is that correct? That's the direction I would go. Yeah. Yes. And okay. It, Stay away from the refurbished thing. Correct. And I'd be surprised if the Macs aren't more wouldn't be more expensive anyways. Yeah, the, that MacBook Air is probably going to cost more, um, you know, point for point, spec to spec. Yeah. It's going to cost more than the Elite Book. Okay. All right. So I'll pass that. And then the Microsoft, the Surface Laptop Go. Do not. You know, you, no, I've never been not. a fan of Microsoft's hardware. We, we at, on on the help desk, we get way too many calls for those things yeah i would okay. say they constitute maybe what two percent mm-hmm. of all the machines we have but they probably make up five percent of the calls we get so yeah. that should tell you how yeah. disproportionately troublesome they are mm-hmm. and these have fairly long battery lives as well no and yeah a couple hours depending on no. how you uh <laughs> have this display going like i've got mine full bright doesn't go power saving yeah. through the show and i'm in good shape. Right. I'm not, I'll, I'll leave the program with probably a little more than half of my batteries still and ready to do go. Do these come in different sizes so it's easier for <clears> her to travel on the airlines with? Yeah. I mean, the Elite Book is such a small thing. It's it's 13 inches. and Well, it com- I think light. it comes in 13 and 15 <clears throat> class. Then I would stick with the yeah. 13. Yeah. Stick with the 13 inch? Yep. Okay. Now, where, you said an I- Go ahead. I'm well, sorry. Well, this is for work, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and obviously she's not here because she's away on a business trip, so yeah. I can't ask <clears throat> questions. I well, told her, her I would try to help her out. Yeah, hopefully her company's going to reimburse her for whatever she gets. Maybe. I, I don't know. That would be a question to ask. I will I will ask that question. Yeah, because basically these days, with everybody using their own devices, you're mm. putting companies at risk They are when you connect your own device to the company's network, oh, whether or not okay. you're an insurance company, doctor, accounting firm, if you have people working for you and you're using their own home computers, you know, they got their their 13-year-old kid is doing his homework on the machine and then you're doing business connecting to the accounting firm, I wouldn't want you to do my taxes because right. I mean, who knows where that kid is going on your computer? You not have you have no security on that thing and no protections and now you're connecting and bringing up people's tax returns and stuff like that. So, yeah. These I companies did. these days really should be providing the hardware. It shouldn't be something we bring our own devices okay. to. Okay. And so you said look for an i7 processor? Yep, i7, 16 gigs of RAM, and half a terabyte solid-state drive, minimum. Solid-state, okay. Yes, solid-state. That's why I listen to you guys, so I can learn something. <laughs> All right, Brian. Next question, if, she's, you know, if I have a 13-year-old grandson or granddaughter somewhere and she's only 26, I, I think I got a problem. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, that's true. Okay. Well, I will pass this information along. And like I said, I listen every week. I don't know what you're talking about, but I always try to learn something. Well, we appreciate it, Brian. All right. Thank you so much. You're welcome. All right. Bye. All right. Bye bye. Yeah. Thank you guys for calling. I mean, we appreciate that too. All right. Let's go to Wally, who's been on the longest next. What's happening, Wally? Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. Sure. I got, I have a, I have a quirky question for you here. Um, I have a long history of, of buying older kind of strange cars and and I spent a lot of time behind the wheel mm-hmm. and um, I uh, was looking for an upgrade for car stereo mm-hmm. and came up empty-handed and then <laughs> thought to myself if I could get a streaming device which I found yeah um, I would be I would be fine 
Yeah. I could stream. I could stream content. Yep. And I could make and take calls, and that's fine. So wait a minute. So Wally, are you saying Kenwood doesn't offer new heads anymore and head units <laughs> like when we were kids? They do. However, yeah. they don't offer a wireless Android Auto. Ah. There's there's one outfit out there that does. Yeah. Okay. But I'm currently sitting in a 2002 Cadillac ah. um, STS. Yep, yep. That has a Bose head unit. Nice. And, and yeah, it, yeah, it is. It's a great car. It's fifty thousand miles. One owner Ooh. bought it from a ninety-eight-year-old woman in in uh, Newington. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the the issue is is that I can't find a harness that will reliably work to integrate a new head unit into this car. Yeah. So and and I'm sure that that's going to be repeated down the line. Yep. So so what I thought is that I would use a a an Android, um, specifically a, a Samsung tablet, yeah, as as a display. Mm-hmm. So so here's my specific question. There's a couple. Mm-hmm. First of all, is Android Auto the best way to go in terms of casting the image to the to the laptop uh, or to the to the tablet rather? Um, there are other options out there. There's screen emulators. There is uh, Samsung. Wait, so uh, Wally, are you saying wait. you're going to take your your phone and cast to the tablet? Yes. Well, that does that seems redundant to me. Yeah. I don't. Um, I don't want my phone bouncing around the car. No, keep it in your pocket. Right. Keep or it you, in your pocket. Um, put well, the, my my phone right now is on a is on a wireless charger in the console. Okay, that's cool. But I, yeah. But I can't. But I can't operate the. Um, um, you know, I can't change apps. I can't. You know, right. I, if I go to Spotify to, to yeah, no, Pandora, no, you're, you're overthinking you know. it. You're overthinking it. Do it in the reverse, right? So you're going. You would have a Android tablet that's going to run all these apps, and if you want, your phone can be a hotspot, right, for the Wi-Fi. And now you're not casting anything. The, the the Android tablet itself is is the device. Just handling everything. Yeah. Yeah, and you can keep your phone charging wherever you want. Don't don't try to do an Android Auto to a tablet. The only reason cars do that is because they are forcing us to. They want to have their own head units in there. What they really mm-hmm. should be offering is just a blank spot to stick whatever tablet right. in you want to put in. But that's not what they're doing. Mm-hmm. So don't don't overthink it. Make the tablet the thing, and have it just connect to your you know to your cellular Wi-Fi hotspot. And now you're done. Now you're now you don't have to cast anything. The tablet itself is running the show. Does that make sense? That's why I call you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think what you're doing is cool, and but what people do is they they you just need somebody else to think about it. Trust me, I, I had yeah. to put I had to put a handle in for my pool, and I had to ask my buddies because be, be, if I hadn't asked them what to do, I would have hacksawed that thing and uh, stuffed it in there with a hammer. Um, I'm that so we all are in the same boat, kid. Don't worry about it. We, <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, thanks thanks an awful lot. I appreciate the time. Our pleasure. Good luck with it. Let us know how it goes. Yeah. I will. I will. Thanks. All right. You got it. All right. Now Wally's got something to try. We're going to step out for a quick break. Four lines open for you guys. 860-522-9842 is the number. This is Computer Talk with Tab on WTIC. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. And we are back. And yeah, it was literally, I've got this railing for my pool, and I hadn't put it in for a while. And what happened was the little holes that hold the railing had gotten some sort of water in it during the, the winter, and it kind yeah. of deformed it. Oh, so gotcha. it wasn't round anymore. And a guy like me doesn't know how to take a, put a round peg into a non-round hole. <laughs> I don't have any tools. What do I know? <laughs> so I was like, I guess I got to hacksaw this thing and make the thing make the pole not round. But, but no, that was not the direction we went. Um, <laughs> Good. Got out a rasp. Oh. And I rasped it Ooh. around. Okay. Probably, you know, who knows what kind of damage it did with that, but that was the best option. Cool. So uh, we're back. We're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. We'll do our best to help you out. And as we wait for your calls, uh, Dennis, do you want to chat about a news article you saw? Yeah. Uh, up in the Great White North. Mm. Um, it turns out the Canadian Parliament yeah. pulled the trigger on something that we've been talking about, that they were talking about. Yeah, similar um, to what Buffy tried to do in California. <laughs> uh, yeah, and similar to what Australia, Australia. did down under. Yeah. Um, they're forcing uh, you know, tech companies to pay for news articles that they share that they or link. they allow to be shared or linked. Right. And Meta and well, Meta yes. that owns Facebook and Instagram have said they're going to cut off any news links in Canada. Right. Done over poof out. Now, this kind of surprised me because the bill was oh, really? stalled in the Canadian Senate for quite a while. And it went through additional readings, which yeah. is kind of like saying, yeah, I, I, I get what you want to do. Mm. We're not entirely sure. But apparently the Senate finally took it up, voted it up, and it got royal assent this week. Which means now, it if you want to share, if you want to share any kind of news article on your Facebook page in Canada, it will not be shared because Meta's like, I'm not paying for that, right? Right. And so, of course, what are you going to not get now? You're not going to get any news. Those those news sites that would have got exposure are going to get aren't no exposure. Get the exposure. Right. Right. So people aren't going to click on those links and then hit their paywall. Right. And maybe pay for the And maybe give them some money so that they can read the article. Right. That's not going to happen now. And again, these are the news companies that lobbied for this. So what are we missing? Right. So if, I mean, the parliamentarians didn't come up with it on their own, frankly. We know no. that. No. They don't, they don't really come up with anything on their own. Um, so with the, the news lobby must have gone to them and said, hey, we want to make some money here because they're, they're not, period. And they think that now this is a way to do it. And all Meta and those guys are going to say is, well, then fine. I don't, I don't need your stinking links on our – Facebook's not going to be impacted by not having news links. No. 
it doesn't matter. It doesn't right. matter it to Facebook. Doesn't they do don't do anything s- to Facebook. No, they don't. They don't sell. They don't make money on that. They make money on just selling you. Right, and you're going to be there whether well, or not there are news links from Canada. Exactly. So there's no loss for them. No. So uh, careful what you wish for, guys, up there in Canada. I just now those news, those newspapers that you might have never heard of, you're actually not going to hear of. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Uh, but again, it's all in the name of progress, Dennis. Of course, everything is about progress. So as we wait for your calls, feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. Users were unable to access Outlook and Teams in another Microsoft 365 outage. This was, again, early part of the month. Microsoft on Monday saw its SaaS outage. This is back early part of June. And it was hit with, we don't know what back then. There was, the Sudanese were talking about, Sudanese army was talking about how they were bringing, out, bringing them down. Right. That was the DDoS attacks from, what, a little over a week ago. Yes. And then didn't you have an article that confirmed? That it, Microsoft did admit that right. they were Impacted. subjected to a, a DDoS attack. So, again, these are, this, and you'd think this is a, you know, something as big as Microsoft should be able to defend against, but clearly not. The Sudanese uh, attackers are a uh, very formal, well. You know, I mean, yeah, foe. they 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 got they pack a lot of punch. Yes, they sure did. <laughs> you know, the Russians don't, the the Ukrainians don't, the Romanians don't, right? Uh, the Nigerians don't, but the Sudanese do. Look out right? for the Sudanese. Yeah, exactly. Only are they really Sudanese? <laughs> Who, knows? Who knows? So the you know, the clouds being impacted by these denial of service attacks. In some cases, they're minor. You know, you just don't get access to a resource. In some cases, they'll be more impactful, right? If you can't use your Word and Excel or email, right. if you're a business, and you know, right well, now, fifty percent of the companies out there use Microsoft 365. The other fifty percent would use an internal Exchange server, their right. own mail server. Um, so it's still around 50-50 as far as that usage goes. So everybody with an Exchange server would not have been impacted by this. Right. And those of you in the 365 cloud would be. Um, and that's the issue with the cloud. You're a nice big target. That's why the other article with Google talks about being a national security risk, right? So who are you going to go after? Microsoft itself. Right. You're not going to go after Bob's Garage Exchange server. No. Unless there happens to be a vulnerability that's built into it because Microsoft is so poor at writing their software that they just and, keep re- retreading the stuff over and over again. And they kept pounding that exploit right into that code repeatedly yeah. until it takes uh, it takes Herculean efforts to get it out. Yeah. So it's interesting. It's you know it's happening out there. We're going to have to pay attention to this as more and more of us are beholden to somebody else's servers rather than our own servers. All right, let's go to uh, call. We've got Cheryl on the line. What's happening, Cheryl? Oh, good morning, Eric and Dennis. I, whenever, I go to my, whenever I go into Facebook and I sign in, yeah. it does not go to my profile page. It goes to some weird page where it's got, like, uh, creative stories, and it's got all different blocks after that with, I guess, it's all different stories you can click on. I don't know how the heck that happened. I don't know why it doesn't go right to my... Um, Facebook homepage. <laughs> That's a little odd. Yeah. Never seen this one before. Or when I want to go see someone else's, you know, Facebook post that I get, like, to wish someone a happy birthday, I have to log in and then go back out again and then click on their post and then I can get to it. I don't know if something changed with my Facebook page somehow. Well, something did change because this yeah. morning as I was trying to set up our live 
broadcast, I, I was not able to do the cross-promotion I normally could. It took me a, almost a half an hour to figure out the new way to do a live Facebook page. So they are changing things constantly. Yeah, they. they yeah, I'm not sure what it is, but you might be using an old link um, mm. that it, your browser is retreading, okay. and you might have been at that page at some point in the past. And what's happening is you're clicking on it, you're logging into the service, and it's dumping you at that page. Hmm. What you might want to do is be very careful and be sure that you are typing in Facebook.com with nothing after it. Yeah. Hit enter in your browser and then log in there. Try that, And Cheryl. then see what happens. I'm just guessing that that might have occurred. All right. I don't know. I can't be sure. Okay, I'll try that. All right, we're going to have to let you go. We ran out of time. Okay, thank you so much for your help. You're welcome. This is Computer Talk. We're here till 11 o'clock. Feel free to get online. 860-522-9842 is the number. We'll be right back. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.